You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Postmortems on the October IoT distributed denial-of-service attack suggest there are bigger problems than just factory settings. Recalls of potentially compromised devices continue, and some think about hacking back. A hint? Think twice. Hackforums pulls down its network stressor offerings. South Korea says the North is up to more cyber badness. U.S. election hacking concerns continue. And observers wonder, what do you have to do to lose a clearance? I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, October 31st, 2016. Happy Halloween, all. Postmortems on the dying DDoS attacks of October 21st have focused properly enough on users of common IoT devices, leaving default factory passwords in place. But there are other issues of IoT security that fixing passwords won't touch. The ease with which such devices can be found through simple showdown searches would be one. The economic forces driving enterprise users toward remote online management of IoT devices comprise another. The more easily such devices can be remotely provisioned, configured, updated, and maintained, the larger the attack surface they present. Firmware is like Tana leaves, come to think of it. Three to give it life. Nine, to give it motivation. What to do about the security of the Internet of Things remains a matter of considerable discussion. Calls continue to avoid repeating the path taken at the dawn of the Internet itself, by which we mean the big Internet, son of ARPANET. The conventional and correct wisdom about the Internet is that its parents chose to optimize information exchange among trusted parties with little thought to the possibility, since realized, that the parties would soon be in the hundreds of millions, and that their trustworthiness would range all the way from Van Helsing to, say, Nosferatu. It's a little late in the day to think one could design security into the IoT. It's well past the initial design stages by now, but there are hopes that in the future the various security cameras, DVRs, baby monitors, burglar alarms, thermostats, and coffee makers might be stitched together better than Dr. Victor von Frankenstein might have managed. So we're left with the prospect of mopping up after the rush to declare, it's alive. We recently heard former NSA Director Keith Alexander suggest at SciCon 2016 that, given resources, enabling legislation, and general cooperative goodwill, we might be able to secure the IoT within, say, two years. But of course, technology solutions won't fully address the polyvalent challenges of security. We will no doubt continue to see recalls, and future devices will no doubt incorporate better security and better setup defaults. Unfortunately, the older devices will continue their zombie-like course through the networks. Researchers at security company Invincia have discovered flaws in the Mirai IoT botnet forming Trojan implicated in those recent distributed denial-of-service attacks. 
It's a stack buffer overflow flaw that could be exploited to crash the attack process, and Invincia has the exploit to do it. But before you take up the torches and pitchforks, fellow villagers, and set out to drive a stake into Mirai's heart, know this. You probably can't do it legally. We know, we know, nobody ever lawyered up in Borgo Pass, but hey, this is still America, last time we looked, anyway, and getting all those baby monitors back from the grip of the undead would involve, like, infecting them, and that would run afoul of the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. So don't. And Invincia especially agrees with you. They're not necessarily recommending it either, but perhaps some sort of cooperative effort with permission on all sides could rescue the Mina Harkers from the IOT from enslavement to their bot masters. Shame, or perhaps fear, in the gray market has led the dabblers in the dark arts over at Hack Forums to remove server stress testing from among its offerings. Server stress testing is generally regarded as a euphemism for Fifty Shades of DDoS for hire. Some observers have connected hack forums with the attacks sustained by Dyne, but this is unclear and probably unlikely. With Mirai wandering the world seeking the ruin of DNS providers, it's not clear crimeware as a service was necessary. South Korean sources report an increased tempo of North Korean cyber attacks. The targets are said to be largely defectors in human rights groups anathema to what many in East Asia consider the gargoyles of Pyongyang. South Korean authorities say they're doing what they can for the human rights groups, but there are apparently limits to the number of strands of garlic available to be extended to the defectors. U.S. election hacking fears persist. States seem ambivalent about accepting help from the Department of Homeland Security, a little like Jabez Stone thinking about accepting help from that cloven-hoofed feller who showed up at his New Hampshire farm. What's behind the ambivalence we can't imagine. Probably you can get a senator to advocate for you when payment comes due. WikiLeaks continues to leak, mostly to the detriment of the Democratic Party, but the biggest election-related cyber news came late Friday, as such news often does. An ambiguously worded letter from FBI Director Comey to Congress suggested the Bureau had found some things in an unrelated inquiry that's led it to reopen their investigation of former Secretary of State Clinton's emails. That unrelated inquiry, reports say, may have been into illicit online contacts engaged in by former Representative Anthony Weiner. Are there more surprises to come in the week and a half before the election? Who knows? But cross the right palm with silver and... Well, even one who is pure at heart, you know, can become a wolf when the autumn moon is bright. Observers wonder how former NSA contractor Martin, alleged to have accumulated large quantities of classified material at Borgo West, by which we mean Glen Burnie, Maryland, kept his top-secret clearance as long as he did. Clearances seem to be tougher to lose than to get. I mean, if you were the county clerk and Renfield showed up to renew his real estate license, you wouldn't say, sure... Here you go. Would you? And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. 
Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me is Dale Drew. He's the chief security officer at Level 3 Communications. Uh, Dale, you know, we're seeing these large-scale attacks. I'm thinking of the Mirai botnet attacks, things like that. And what's an appropriate level of concern when it comes to thinking about these, these new waves of large-scale attacks? You know, I, I will say that that you're absolutely right. The the, the size of the DDoS attacks that are occurring uh, are are getting larger, faster. Uh, they're evolving at a much more rapid rate. The resources they're bringing to bear uh, are are significant. Their use of uh, of the Internet of Things is um, helping them to evolve their their capabilities, and so it's something that we definitely worry about. You know, I, I would say that that the great thing about the internet is the fact of how diverse it is. The fact that it is comprised of so many different independent operators uh, that that um, a single failure of a single operator will not cause a a a, a catastrophic uh, harm to the rest of the global internet. Um, but at the same time, you know, these these attacks are definitely worrying. You know, and when you throw things like consumer devices into the mix, uh, you know, you have Carriers that are building networks for businesses and making sure they have carrying capacity for businesses. Then you have um, you know carriers that are building networks for consumers, and now those consumer networks uh, are having significant contributions to this overall larger attack. So yes, it is something that I'd say carriers worry about quite a bit. We evolve our capability to filter, to stop, mitigate, and detect these sorts of bad activities. And we're having to get much better at it. We, we are being forced to uh, being much more equipped at being able to detect and, uh, and proactively stop these sorts of attacks because of the nature of uh, the amount of volume and the amount of capability that they're bringing to bear. Is there a little bit of a catch-22 here where as providers make you know, bandwidth available, then that bandwidth is also available to the bad guys? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a little bit of a of a you know of a cat and mouse game, right? It is from the standpoint of the more bandwidth that that we add, especially to uh, you know to the consumer space, as an example, uh, which tends to be a bit easier to compromise in the business space, then the more uh, attractive that overall capability is to the bad guy, and the more the bad guy wants to be able to compromise those classes of devices that have access to that that uh, processing power and that bandwidth. Uh, to be able to launch attacks. So the more we evolve the network, uh, the more that network is being used against uh, us to uh, to calculate attacks. So, you know, internet providers like Level Three have to spend you know a lot of their time 
uh, going a little bit further, you know, digging into um, the makeup of the ecosystem of the bad guys and how they operate and being able to provide capabilities in the network, not just to carry traffic, but to be able to prevent, block, and, uh, and correct that traffic uh, when it comes from the bad guy. Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. It's Maria Varmazas here, your host over at T Minus Space Daily, and sometimes a guest on Hacking Humans, too. We here at N2K CyberWire work hard to bring you concise, intelligence-driven news and commentary, and we'd like to know how we're doing. Please take a few minutes to complete our audience survey and share your feedback to help us continue to grow and meet your needs. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to get started. Thanks so much for your input as we reach for the stars. It means the universe to us.